Well, this would be good. Help with head-on collisions. So you're driving along, and I was driving back from Northland on the weekend. This happened twice. Cars coming in the opposite direction, overtaking on their yellow lines. Well, what if it gets even closer than that and you suddenly realise you're about to collide? What do you do? Alan Kirk is the CEO of the New Zealand Motorcycle Safety Consultants, and he's here to give us some tips on these situations. Hi there, Alan. Hi. I think I'd just pump the brakes. Is that the right or wrong thing to do? No, not really, no, because all it means is that you're still going to impact into the into the car. But the thing is that most motorists will actually not do anything. About 20, sorry, not most, but about 25% of motorists do absolutely nothing in a crash situation. They don't even hit the brakes because they have a thing called IQ dump, which is where in a life-threatening situation, you just can't think. Gosh. And so they just freeze. And that's why in modern cars, they've introduced emergency braking that's automatic yeah. when you're about to hit something. Not surprising, so, really, right? Because it, it probably hasn't happened in your life before that you suddenly come face-to-face with death and not surprising that the brain might not have a plan for it. Yeah, it's not at all uncommon. Um and it's to be expected, really, because it is such a huge thing. To your life is right on the line. But the thing is that that can be overcome if you've got a plan that you've already established to work on. And this is what um, we've been talking about with the head-on collisions, for example. There are things that you can do that will mean that you can either avoid the crash or you can make it much less dangerous than it was. Yeah. This is, um, and it's been compared to stop, drop, and roll, which is the little catchphrase you have if, you, uh, if your clothing's on fire and you think, well, uh, at least I'll be able to remember that in the panic of the situation. So you're talking about having a crash avoidance plan that we all think about before the moment actually arrives. Yeah, you can think about each sort of situations that you are likely to get into because they're, they're most common. Um, many of them, and um, you can work out what you're going to do in advance. For example, with a head-on collision, the idea is, and most people don't do this, they, as I say, they tend to freeze, and very few of them will actually go off the road onto the berm to avoid the collision. Mm -hmm. They will just stay where they are. The best thing they'll do is they will break. Well, owing to the fact you'll probably only scrub off about 10 kilometres an hour, that means that you're going to have him coming to, to you at 100 and you coming to him at 90. That's a 190 kilometer an hour crash. That's rather nasty. Right, so but we're sort of programmed to stay on the road. Is that what you're suggesting, that even though yeah. the, the right thing might be to pull over and take your chances on the berm, everything in our brain is saying, hey, stay on the road, stay on the road? Yeah, that's right. That's how we're programmed to be. Gosh, okay. Um, we, we have to train ourselves to know that usually on just about always on the berms of roads, you can actually almost get off it before you run into any problems with, with carrying on. Um, the main secret is, of course, not to go for the winch once you get onto that berm, not to brake too hard, because so, although with anti-lock braking, again, that isn't too bad. Um, the main thing is not to make any hard, sudden movements when you're off the, off the road okay. surface. But the thing is that you're much safer off that road service if you've got a car that almost certainly is going to hit you head on. 
it'd far safer get off the road, even to go into the ditch. Because if you go into the ditch, you'll tend to slow down slowly because you're going parallel to the ditch. Yeah. Um, Whatever you hit, whatever you hit on the side of the road, it's not going to be coming towards you at 100 kilometres an hour plus your own speed. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. How hard is it to to teach our brain what to do in that moment? How hard is it to get the stuff lined up in advance? Not very, actually. Um, I run motorcycle riding courses, and one of the day, an instructor came up to me and said, uh, and thanked me for, for saving his life. He said, what did I do? He says, I came off the road and I was heading towards a fence. I suddenly remembered what you said, which is look where you want to go, and I turned my head and looked where I want to go, and huh. I went back onto the road again. And he really thought he was going to hit the fence until he actually turned his head. But he'd been trained and he'd been thinking about what he should do, and he did it. Yeah, that's great. That, that's just for motorbikes, is it, that advice? Um, no. Um, target fixation, as they call it, whereby you fix your eyes on something and you'll hit it, um, is common to all vehicles, but more to motorcycles because your body tends yeah. to direct, with the way you have your body tends to direct where your bike's going. But you can do get target fixation, um, especially at night and with lights. Um, you can get target fixation. Um, is there should this stuff be taught formally to drivers? Do you think? The difficulty is that it's a very fairly deep mental one. Um, they have enough trouble teaching the basics in some days, um, and it's an advance on defensive driving. So, yes, it should be taught, but I, I don't think the the uh, authorities would do it. I, I think it's much too too deep and heavy for them. Yeah. Someone wants to know if you've got any comment to make about crash barriers that might prevent you actually getting off the road. <laughs> well, that's an interesting one, actually, because there's something that happened over here in Marston. They put trash barriers along Carton Strait, and somebody hit them the other day. They don't just be put up. Somebody hit them the other day. Someone commented that um, it stopped a head-on crash. And the point is that the road has been dramatically narrowed by those crash barriers. And as I said, target fixation. If that driver looked at that character started getting too close to that barrier and looked at it, he may well have hit that barrier. And that was what caused the crash. Um, this is the danger of, of those crash barriers. If they're put on narrow roads, on big ones, mm-hmm. they're fine. Uh, there is some thought that they might do nasty things to um, to motorcyclists. They removed the leg of one motorcyclist in um, Auckland who died. Um, but, um, yeah. I won't get into that one. Well, I was going to say, I'm getting the sense that NZTA, Waka Kotahi, may not have approved all this messaging. Uh, you are aligned with the AA, though, and there's more information on the AA website about this sort of thing. Any any um, other tips that you've got for us while we're all listening? Um, the um, most important thing that, that came up fairly recently was that you have to learn to drive professionally and not Get angry with people on the road. A good professional driver will put up with hell and be a better driver because of it. Um, there are too many people who get angry with people who do silly things on the road and then react to them and then make matters worse. And that is a very hard skill to learn. 
to control your emotions when you're driving. Interesting, eh? I, um, you're the second person this week who's talked about this. Uh, on Monday, I talked to an expert in self-defence, and he said your biggest enemy in a situation like that is your ego, um, that you, you need to be prepared to walk away and, and to to not engage with someone given their possible harms. It sounds like you're along similar lines. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's a matter of self-control, and that's the hardest skill of all. Um, someone says, by the way, target fixation is extremely prevalent with hazards on a golf course. <laughs> I don't know if you play any golf. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't play golf, but, uh, yeah, you know, oh, I see what they mean by hitting the ball. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> don't think too much about the lake or go straight in. Alan Kirk, thanks very much. Nice to talk to you and um, real food for thought today. I appreciate it. Okay, fine. Thanks. Alan Kirk, CEO of the New Zealand Motorcycle Safety Consultants.